Hello and welcome to Why a Podcast, a podcast where we answer the questions you didn't think to ask or were too lazy to Google. I am Laser Elric, the ding dong, the bitches here. <laughs> I'm uh, Matthew Slaza, the bing bong, the bing is beer. And uh, Keon, what are you? And I'm Keon, the dingle dangle. Hey the everyone, dingle have a how, how are you doing? <laughs> how, how are my how are my why how are my why guys today? I am a mess. It's okay. Uh, apparently, laser is a mess. How are you, Keon? I'm I'm chilling. I'm I'm getting over my sickness. Still lingering, but you know it's it's better. How about how about you, Matthew? I am sick, but yay! Uh, I'm on day two ish. Day three, I guess technically day three because it started on Tuesday. Today is Thursday, right? Yeah. So it started Tuesday, but I really, yesterday is when it hit. So I'm still like maybe at 20% of a human being, but otherwise I'm pretty good. Ooh, oh boy. Going to have some good content. And I'm a little nauseous, but I don't think I'm sick. <laughs> oh yeah. Everybody's at a different spectrum of terrible right now. <laughs> yeah. We're doing, we're doing great. Dude, be careful what you wish for. I think we said last week, we just want to get like completely destroyed for one episode. Oh yeah. Yeah, but we meant <laughs> not like we meant this. fun destroyed. I think. Well, I mean, we got our wish. <laughs> All right, Jesus Christ! So, um, it's no secret this week's topic is dun, 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 dong 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 dong. It's dong 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 <laughs> dong 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 dong. <laughs> this is very good. I didn't think about that. I'm uh, sorry. Uh, um. Uh, no, I can't think of anything. Are you broken? Hey guys, let's jump right in. We're going to be asking one <laughs> why question each. The others will guess the answers and then we'll let you know why. Who'd like to begin? Ugh, me. <laughs> okay. Ugh. That's how you volunteer. Quite the reaction. It's, it's, That's what you sound like. He feels disgusted. <laughs> Disgust over the fact that he is beginning. I begin. <laughs> it's like finishing, but not as fun. Anyway, I have a question for you guys. I have a big old question for you. Oh, it's gross. I know. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Um, why is Dong very good at making music? Why is Dong, why is Dong very good music? at making music? Well, I you know what am. you know what I'll take it one step further. Mm-hmm. Why is Dong not only a moneymaker, oh. but quite good at making music. Okay, well, um, as we all know, I went to college. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I'm actually distinctly qualified to do this because I did go to college and it was for the arts and I went to college. And he's not bitter about going to college at all. Mm-hmm. You're saying that with so much confidence, I completely believe you. Yeah, because I went to college, and in the college that I was in... We, <laughs> How many times I, are you going to go for it? I, I was in a uh, music dong class, and there... Mm. Um, well, you know, the, the dong is a very versatile tool, and... Uh, of course. <laughs> it doesn't take very long to learn how to use it, so um, just... Uh, it's good for strings, especially. You just gotta strike it, like all. Oh, I thought it was a wood instrument. Well, you gotta you. It, it's a you gotta really strum the strings willy nilly. Ah, so, there we go. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, cock. Uh, are the, your answer. Uh, are the strings hard or are they more like you know soft? Mm-hmm. What the fuck would soft strings be? <laughs> like spaghetti. <laughs> like yeah, a, yeah uh, you yeah, know that spaghetti the spaghetti instrument. Old, the good old spaghetti instrument, Matt. You string cheese or something. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Matt, you are you are over the line. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, 
So the 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 question was, why does Dong make money and music? Yeah, dude, come on. Mm-hmm. Like, well, listen uh, to your own podcast. Jeez. Yeah. Come on. Mm-hmm. As we all know, Dong stands for uh, don't uh, omit non good. And so uh, I'll leave I'll leave that and it's a laser from now on. Uh, <laughs> that if you 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 can't and what that means is you can't leave out the the bad things. You know, you can't don't omit non good mm-hmm. and. Uh, when when you do that, you open your mind up to different ideas. When you don't like think like, oh, this is non good. If you think everything oh, yeah. is good, like you you just go like that. The all the money starts flowing. All the money starts flowing. All the music starts flowing. Everything. All your creative oh. juices are are pumped up to eleven because you're let you're letting all of the senses have their uh, have have some time to 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 bask in the sun, and it's great. So so like like the acronym says, don't omit non good. Of course. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I, I listen. I we, normally we don't get two shots at the answer, but Keon, it stands for damn orchestrating new genres. And My the thing man. is oh, that Dong, I'm so thank you. Dong okay. was actually um, it, it was a new genre at this time in the 1960s, mm-hmm. and um, you know that's it. I just had to get that. I'm so glad you did. Thank you. I gotta tell you. Keon, you dug yourself out of that hole pretty well. Like I honestly thought when you said that you were gonna just fail, and then you like made it philosophical, and I liked. It oh, a lot. don't worry. You know that's that's Keon all the way is digging himself out of a hole he dug himself. So <laughs> that's true. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, I have I have good news for you. The first part of this is super quick, mm-hmm. and so that that's good, right? Because usually I take forever. And then the second the second part is hopefully not too long. Also, mm-hmm. so the reason that Dong be making that cha-ching Ooh. is that the Dong is actually a currency in Vietnam. Wait, really? The Vietnamese Dong. What? Yeah, it's been the it's been the currency of Vietnam since May third, nineteen seventy eight. I know you were thinking, when did it become the currency of Vietnam? Mm-hmm. That's when it did it. Like what? Nineteen forty-eight? Whoa! No, ni- nineteen seventy-eight. Come on! Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were talking about the South Vietnamese currency. <laughs> okay, so dumb. <laughs> what is wrong? Anyway, so it was issued by the State Bank of Vietnam, and it's represented. Also, that was nineteen fifty-three, not nineteen forty-eight. What was that, up. buddy? What? I what? fucked up. It was nineteen fifty-three, not nineteen forty-eight. That the dung was the currency of the South Vietnam. Five years off. That's f- those are five big years. Yeah, hey, man, maybe you get your shit together. Yeah, you know how much can happen in five years. <laughs> All right, man. I, I get divorced from my wife, and she could take everything in divorce. That's what can so, happen in five years. I, cut, let's, cut me off. let's move on to fun stuff. I, <laughs> I, please stop. That's so dumb. I'm so dumb. So, so here's the thing. Uh, it, it's the currency in Vietnam currently, so it's making that money. But mm. if you were curious, uh, I, I'll let you guys guess because you know you're obviously going to guess it right. You got of it, of course. Uh, how we many, already have. How many dollars is um is one Vietnamese dong? You can do it either way. Either how many dong is one dollar, or how many dollars uh is a dong see the thing is i was researching this as my topic so Uh, i do know the answer let let me let me take a shot at it first um i was on the dark web the other day and one vietnamese dong goes for about i'd say 50 bucks on the black market Mm -hmm. so there we go 50 wait you're saying one vietnamese dong goes for 50 bucks is that what you're telling me on the black market i dude i'm yeah no the black market has some cheap prices when it comes to dong the dong trade 
So you're telling me dongs are cheaper on the black market? Yeah. I mean, they make me use a Tor server and an onion router and all that in a VPN. I mean, it better be cheaper. I mean, okay. I'm not doing all this for my health. So if I'm walking down the street and I see a street corner, you're telling me that dong, like that, you know, that currency from Vietnam on the street corner is way more expensive than if I went to, say, a black market? Ten times out of ten, my friend. Ten times I'm, glad we're, I'm glad I'm, I'm giving you this knowledge. Um, I'm sorry, Laser. What were you trying to make a joke about? <laughs> uh, I wasn't making any jokes. Uh, see, the oh, Vietnamese so dong is... Don't be a weenie. The Vietnamese dong is worth approximately 0.000043 Bitcoin. And the thing is... <laughs> it's not true that is literally inaccurate how dare you well i i'm sorry i who's the expert here i went to college <laughs> okay the one of the one of the three of us that went to college so yes. for the listener um it, it he basically just told you the answer but he's a dick and said bitcoin it is point zero 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 four three dollars for one vietnamese dog Boom, baby. but what i think is cooler to be honest is that if you <laughs> If you wanted to know how many Vietnamese dong is one dollar, it's twenty three thousand two hundred and forty six point three five Vietnamese dong. Which I've never seen so many dongs in one place. That's a lot of dongs, is all I'm saying. Mm, like I have, but you know, for a buck. So if you're ever feeling like you, you, you know, you're down and out, just remember twenty three thousand dongs equals one dollar in your wallet. Okay. Well, I'm curious what the conversion rate is to Wang. Um, let me look that up. Mm-hmm. Let me mm-hmm. see here. It says Wang. On the black market, it's three hundred dollars. Wang is not an option on the Google currency coordination. Ah, uh, okay. I'm gonna assume it's like one and a half to one. Hmm. How about a Johnson? Because what, what? Okay, you know what? we're done. Dwayne the Rock Johnson's <laughs> worth a lot of money, and I'm done with you making fun of him. Yeah, there we go. It's millions. <laughs> it's millions, guys. It's millions. It's mil- mm-hmm. He's on a show. Called, no, I'm kidding. It's called Ballers. Anyway, is he on millions? Oh, never mind. Okay. There is a show called Millions, though, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Can we get back to the show, please? <laughs> what is going on? Dude, you give me an inch, I'll take a whole uh, dung. It's. Oh, I hate you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, fun fact dong I'm also so means east. In uh in English in Chinese. In Wait, it means what? It means East in Chinese. Oh, I think you said beast. I'm like that is badass. Also, the currency is actually more pronounced dong. Uh, uh, makes sense. Are you so, sure? Just so you know, mm-hmm. you know. It's, are, are you I, sure about that, buddy? Yeah. You positive. I fully researched this topic. I just let you do it, Matt. This gives you carte blanche to just say whatever you want during Lasers topic. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna start. Oh yeah, fucking, no, go on. You know, I don't. I don't come into your job. And tell you that you're graded it and give you a gold star. So don't do that to me. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I haven't been. So let's continue <laughs> on. <laughs> All right. So the more important part of this, at least for me, because I thought it was super cool, is there is something called a dong sun drum. Ooh, mm. exotic. And I'm probably pronouncing that poorly because because laser would know. Dong. Dong. <laughs> it's okay. Then it's got to be a dong sun drum, right? That sounds way. Actually, that sounds dong way sun more drum? like elegant. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Anyway, it's super cool. It's uh, a bronze drum and it's fabricated by the dong sun culture which is pretty cool they're the the group the group of people we were talking about um yeah. uh before the podcast uh when we were brainstorming but there's a dong a group of uh, dong sun culture in the red river delta of northern vietnam not su- southern vietnam later northern vietnam well no there's also the south vietnam dong i i want to hear the typing sounds of your keyboard right now i i'm gonna trust you yeah the south vietnamese dong who are well who are they 
<clears throat> the cell- I, I picture laser like a hacker right now, like sitting behind Matrix code, just being like, "You don't, you don't understand. You're not looking at what I'm looking at. You don't, you don't see what I see." The dong was the currency of the Republic of Vietnam or South Vietnam from 1953 to the second of May 1978. It's the same currency. They just, it just became the currency for the whole country in 1978. Laser. Yeah. So that's. Mommy you know, and Daddy I don't are fighting. Come into your home. Yeah, because I have a restraining computer. order, Matt. That's true. Anyway, my point is, this drum is as good as Laser's heart. It's very big. It's bad. It's made out of bronze. <laughs> it's rotting it on the inside. It was created by the Dung Sun culture. It is gradually <laughs> gaining fatty deposits. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if there's a better comparison to your heart than a, a bronze drum made by the Dong Sun culture, Dong Sun culture, and Red River Delta in Northern Vietnam. I mean, they're both, it's practically identical. I mean, if I could send you a picture of this, I mean, it's black, it's oddly shaped, mm-hmm. it's beautiful, it's delightful. Very It'll well. You. It'll love you back. Mm. Very, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No, repeat yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. This is so off guys, the rails. I have sorry. a question for you. No, hold oh. on. I have one more thing. Let me one finish more. Do my you, topic. though? Do you? I'm so, I said one no, thing I'm, about I'm this I'm staring drum. at my watch, just waiting, and I don't <laughs> I actually have anything on my left drum, wrist. And I'm sorry. Also, get a fucking watch. The drums were produced from about 600 BCE uh, until the 3rd century CE, and they're one of the culture's finest examples of metalworking. They're super cool. They're cast in bronze using the long wax casting method, and they're up to a meter in height and weigh up to 100 kilograms, a.k.a. for us stupid Americans, 220 pounds. That is wild, right? Yo. Yeah, and they're used both as musical instruments and cult objects, which is kind of cool. Oh, this is why you brought up the music at the beginning. Yeah, sure. Exactly. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Sure. There you go. Yeah. And they're decu- decorated with geometric patterns, which is super cool. Um, they, sometimes they'll have scenes of daily life because, you know, these were cultural instruments as well. And they were made during a time where that was really popular, was to put uh, scenes of like life and, and events onto your instruments. And oh, awesome. they served as cultural symbols as well. Cool. Yeah. And so, you know, there's more I could say about this. But let's be honest. I've blown a lot of time. And uh, I'm going to blew go. a lot on that dong, dude. I, I mean, it was a big dong. It was a big dong. You know Do online hey, now, listen, guys. Man, I'm not throwing away my like dong. like i said 220 pounds that dog was mm-hmm. and i'm not throwing away so guys my i have a question dong. for you and i'm not throwing away my dong <laughs> continue indeed indeed very good very good pull gents so i have a question for both of you oh, mm-hmm. my question is why do we use the word dongle why do we use the word dongle well you see we can't mm-hmm. we can't use the word dangle that'd be ridiculous um, it's actually a big part of a uh, counterculture movement. Because mm. um, the thing is, we keep shortening words more and more. As early as the word okay, which was originally all correct. Um, you know, we, it was, no, was it really? It was really. there. Uh, That's crazy. I, I have a video to show you. It um, was like a joke amongst some people mm-hmm. to uh, start um, saying and spelling words wrong. So all correct was O-L-L, um, correct, K-O-R-R-E-C-T. Oh my god! Um, yeah, and then that was shortened to OK, and is actually the origin of OK. So OK is originally O and then K, and then it became like OKAY. Oh my god! So, oh, yeah, that's so interesting. The, the, so the thing is, holy since, shit! Yeah. So the thing is, since that early on, we've been constantly adding. You know, we we've been making words smaller. You know, and now we have things like BRB, LOL, GTFO, mm-hmm. LMAO. Get the fuck out of my house! Like <laughs> wait. Hold on. That's, <laughs> what's that one gtfo 
M H. H. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. If someone sends that to you, you better get the fuck out of their house. Yeah, get get with <laughs> yeah. the times, Matthew. Come fuck on. you, motherfucker. My get apologies. the fuck out of my house. So anyway. Um, F Y Shut the so, <laughs> so we've been shortening things so much. Finally, finally, in finally. the 2010s, a counterculture movement has arisen to make words longer. So we were done with dong. We said, no, dong is too short. Adeneli. It still means the same thing, but now it's dongle. Oh, God. Yeah. And listen, who knows? Maybe 30 years down the line or something, it'll be like Donglethorpe. Flawless logic. <laughs> That's yeah. so stupid. I love it. All right. Well, I don't Keon, call what, your Keon, shit stupid, you except when Matt, I do. Me, asshole. What, what do I have for my own question, Matt? Give me, give me a. Give oh, me I meant for your topic because I made a joke up front that it's because we couldn't say dangle, but I could try an actual answer. Um, yeah, do that right. one. Yeah. So, <laughs> Jesus, y'all are rough today, man. It's, it's um, been three episodes that you've thrown it to the other person and been like, "I guess I won't answer because they did a great job." I mean, yeah, yeah, listener, I'm listening to you. I hear you when you say when you think that, like, "Huh, Matt's really Matt's Matt's really dodging them questions." <sighs> You're not even wrong. I want to be upset. Um, here, I'll say this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it used to be called an Acropolis. You know, mm, okay. it used to be called an Acropolis. It was something that you put your SD card into, mm-hmm. plugged into your uh, printer. You printed it. Um, you know, back when they used papyrus, you printed out whatever you wanted, <laughs> and yeah. it was delightful. It was great. They called it an Acropolis, but then all of a sudden, when you know the word opolis or whatever stopped being vogue, like Laser talked mm-hmm. about, we're shortening everything. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. all of a sudden it became um, Dopolis. Mm-hmm. You know, Dankolis, mm-hmm. Dongolis, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden after <laughs> Dongolis, you know, what are they going to shorten it to from Dongolis other than Dong Ol? Yeah? Yeah. Oh, I love it. Listen, I'm just sharing information with you. I wasn't there when it happened, but I did read the article on it in the New York Times. When it happened. When it happened. I was there. Mm, the I'm accident. sorry. I That sounded misleading. I said I wasn't there when it happened. I, in fact, was actually present. So... I fucking love it. It's very good. Um, My new thing I tell people is that I I was not there when it happened, but I did read the New York Times article about it because it means nothing, but <laughs> but but it seems like it means something. So if I'm kidding, like it's perfect because it's like mm-hmm. now I I don't know for a fact, but I did I I wasn't there, but I did read the New York Times article about it <laughs> after the fact. And then if I'm feeling really frisky and I I know they know early 2000s culture, I'll be like, I did read the New York Times article about it when I stayed in the Holiday Inn. Express last night. Thank you. And I walk away. <laughs> the worst. Triumphant. And I'm great. <laughs> Very good. So um for I'm glad you both remarked on ancient history and our evolution of the word dong. But um this has absolutely nothing to do with any of that. So of course not. the word dongle actually Mm-hmm. It's funny that you mentioned 1978 uh, for the the currency in uh, Vietnam. That in 1978 uh, they actually created the first dongle. And so, what a dongle is is a uh, it's a word that can be used for a myriad of things. If you have a thing that plugs into another thing, you could probably call it a dongle, and it would be completely fine. Uh, what the uh, the colloquial use of it now is is uh, the word is anything that is plugged into a device that gives it more functionality, basically. So. So if I plugged like uh, and uh, a common example is if you plug in like a USB stick, that's technically a dongle. Any anything to go into a USB uh, port usually is some sort of sort of dongle. So I've been I got carte blanche on that word. I love using it. It's hilarious. Um, so much so that apparently Jay just 
like like an oracle like uh, Nostradamus. Partner, if you don't remember. <laughs> yeah, guessed that I would be doing this topic. I was like, hell yeah. I mean, J- don't worry. Not... Jay and I will be running away together one of these days. It'll it'll. Happen. I'm not trying to like say that Jay's guess wasn't amazing, but like anyone who knows you, I fucking <laughs> would probably assume you're gonna do dongle with the topic dong. I mean, you love your fucking dong. Goals. You know it's so good. I love don't, the word dong. Don't. I'm sorry. So, are you shitting on Jay's clairvoyance? I'm not. I, I would never. Uh-huh. Jay probably knows exactly when it. I'm going to die. Matt wouldn't say this to my face if we were standing in front of each other. <laughs> That's a coward. You know what? I'm going to drive over there right now. I would love to see you. I would pay for dinner. <laughs> I would have a wonderful evening with you. I miss my friend Matt. Maybe I'll go on oh. my next day off, huh? You better watch yeah, it. Yeah, punk ass bitch. <laughs> This is, I'll fuck this you is, up. This is the problem with loving the people you do a podcast with. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, Keon. Yeah, because when the podcast inevitably breaks up, it really ruins your friendship. Mm-hmm. It's just really pleasant threats all the time. <laughs> so uh, for the word dongle, uh, it actually originated in 1978, like we talked about, where uh, the first software protection... Was it in southern Vietnam, like <laughs> Laser's Heart? Indeed, it was not. <laughs> the first software protection... Uh, item was created which was called the dongle so it was called the software uh the first software protection dongle it was for the commodore uh like computing system and it was for uh commodore pe uh, commodore pet and it was a uh, a shift register so if anybody doesn't have a computer engineering degree a shift register it was actually the se- uh 74ls165 shift register um, and shift registers yeah. sorry sorry real quick keon i i i, I want to let you finish but actually the first dongle was made in south vietnam in 1948 holy shit yeah. and then it was oh my god mm-hmm. wait a minute um what was it you know <laughs> Fuck off. Okay. All right, man. Listen. God damn it. All right. You did- we all have jokes about 1948, but you can't just fucking interrupt this topic and not make You any- made your bed of like fucking driftwood and random feathers you found, and now you must lay and sleep in it. So, bad joke. Anyway, so the shift register what? is used. I wasn't paying attention. Shift register is used uh, with eight data lines. And when they're entered, that gives you, so the eight bits gives you 255 uh, random combinations. And what it was used for was to give you random combinations and give a hash. I don't, a lot of people don't understand what the fuck I'm talking about. But for computer engineering people, it's great. Because this was the first example of when you're using a computer, something that you could plug in and it would do something for you. So the dongle itself would create a random number for you out of 255 combinations which is pretty fucking cool so, so just a random number generator basically mm-hmm. it was a and there were more for a separate module like computers back then were only meant to do certain things so this was another little module as a tiny little thing that you would plug in and it would do that calculation for you oh okay which is super cool at the time yeah in 1978 like, an, like a fucking app or a widget basically 100 percent, but like physical and uh and i mean that proliferates to today where we have dongles one thing i really love though is how they came up with the name which is the literally all and it works perfectly for engineers is they literally asked what what shall we call it and they started with the word dangle and moved to the word dongle. And that's literally all Wait, that's you're ri- telling me I was basically right with my explanation. You totally were. I was going to give give up the ghost, but you fuck we we took we swerved oh. a little bit. But legitimately, it started as the word dangle, moved to the word dongle, and here we are. That's literally they just they just have in the in the Wikipedia page, quote unquote, what shall we call it? And after very little deliberation, they said dongle.
Honestly, so, this is your best topic you've ever done, Keon. Well I done. I fucking love it. I just, I, I love that. Like, the other reason we use it is just because a bunch of engineers were like, yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Um, and then it moved on from there to be used as a something that was called WordCraft, where as I kept looking at it, I'm like, why do they have a little Warcraft thing? And it's like, no, it's WordCraft. <laughs> and right. And apparently it was an IBM dongle. That was the other, the other first version of a dongle, where what it would do is it was the first uh, interface between a normal operation operational printer so this was a little thing you could plug into your computer and it would give you functionality for a printer and uh from then on it made a huge history of how terrible printers are to use and they're fucking garbage every single one of them this makes me so delighted that my answer was probably the worst answer i've ever given i mean honestly if i had to rank it it was it was very low in terms of answers and i somehow got the dangle thing. You did. The fact that it was used with printers. Mm-hmm. Like, you just made my day, Keon. Thank you. It's I had a very good. long, sick day, and now I feel I feel worthy. Well, I feel worth something. Everybody's going to have to fucking drink a bottle of water after my topic because it's dry as shit. But, like, it, I mean... You I'm hit- actually thirsty as fuck right now. <laughs> <laughs> you hit the nail on the head, my friend. Um, and the last thing I want to talk about is that, like, it's been... It's such a broad word that a lot of people use it for different things. So when the Nintendo Entertainment System came out, uh, there were a couple of ways that people were trying to get around. They had a, s- a certain chip that if your cartridge didn't have it, it couldn't be played on the Nintendo Entertainment System. So a lot of third party, and they were like really shitty about like giving third party developers those chips. They would literally ration them out. So like if a game came out like Mega Man that was super huge, they would only give the company like you get ten thousand of these chips, and that's all we're giving you for a month. Wow. And so they could only sell 10,000 uh, Mega Man cartridges, but what some people did uh, to get around that, and actually there's an Angry Video Game Nerd uh, video on it, and also a Gaming Historian video on it, about what's called the Aladdin uh, Game Station, I think, and it was a a cartridge that would fit on top of other cartridges, and it would let third-party developers get around that system. Oh, wow. And all of the games for it were shit, so I mean, (laughs) it's good that they... Of course they were. And Nintendo knows how to control their supply uh so it's that's that was considered a dongle it was like a kind of a game shark also would be considered a, a dongle like a uh oh, a yeah, cartridge that, that goes mm-hmm, in between another cartridge uh gives you additional functionality like i said it's uh, something that plugs into something else and gives you additional functionality but in modern you know uses it would be a usb stick uh, a Bluetooth adapter, like you plug into your computer a little USB and it gives you Bluetooth uh, or like a wider Bluetooth range than you might already have with your computer. Same thing with Wi-Fi adapters. And one that I didn't really think about, but it actually makes sense, is a F- Amazon Fire Stick and a Google Chromecast and any of those things are actually considered dongles. They You plug them into a regular silly dumb TV and then it gives it advanced functionality to be a smart TV. So that is considered a dongle. And... Um, there you go. Why do we use the word dongle? So, Because a bunch of engineers in 1978 were like, what should we call it? Dangle? No, dongle. Okay, that makes sense. And then we fucking, now we have the word today. Fucking nailed it, dude. We fucking nailed it. Love it. Fucking nailed it. Good Good you luck guys... getting, Good luck going up from this laser. I mean, he just he just made everything <laughs> so good. I mean, what do you, what do you even have? Oh, well, I, I appreciate- What'd you bring to the table? I, I appreciate you offering me good luck. You're welcome, buddy. Oh, I'm oh. only here for your happiness. Whoops. Why did I drop my monster condom from my magnum dong? <laughs> Whoa. That's a why Whoa. question. Whoa. That is a, was that it your is question? It is a why question. All right. 
It's one. It's got to be it, right? Right, Laser? Laser, was that your question? Why did I drop my monster yep, condom is. from my Magnum Dawn? Your monster condom from your Magnum Dawn. Monster condom from your long Magnum Dawn. I just smoked dog. a pack of cigarettes. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, um... Uh, the, the the company Monster, Monster Energy Drink, uh, has recently come out with a series of condoms that are all uh, flavored based on their popular energy drinks and have a lace of cocaine on them, which isn't particularly helpful for anybody involved because mm-hmm. it just hops you up and it's it, it, it starts you on a dark oh, path man. for the rest of your life. Uh, don't do drugs, kids. And um, that's why. You, you dropped your, uh, what was it again? Your monster? My monster condom from my Magnum <laughs> dong. There you go. So you, you get a, you get a <laughs> monster condom, then you're addicted to cocaine, and you have to buy a gun because now you're a criminal. And so you, you dropped your monster condom, and now you have your Magnum gun that you call dong. And so you now you drop of the course. monster condom for your Magnum dong. That's that's all there is to it. Well, we all remember what dong stands for, right, Keon? What is um, it? it says, uh, it's, uh, 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 don't uh, omit non good there yeah i did it exactly so you you gotta call your gun don't omit non-good i mean because you're mm-hmm. you know that's what it is yeah because everything's good when you point a gun at uh, it. actually it stands for that's on my genitalia <laughs> so i'm gonna i'm just gonna it's very good i'm gonna say uh two quick things before my answer also i, I that's uh, dumb because i said mine instead of <laughs> yeah it's fine oh, i think you said nigh like you just stuttered a little bit <laughs> I, I that's better on nigh genit nigh's genitalia it's on nigh's mm-hmm. it's nigh, nigh over there um, it's on nigh genitalia nigh. the end is nigh so here's the thing the uh, dong is nigh quick quick clarification um we do not actually believe that Monster is putting cocaine in any of their products. I'm just going to put that out there. I want to make sure that's clear. Dude, the truth is out there. Uh, I don't know about I, you, but I've been on some forums. I just don't want to get sued by Monster. They also hail Satan or something. Oh, shit. Really? Have you seen that video? No, I got to see. There's send a lady talking about how like the M in Monster has like three symbols for six on it, and that when you, when you drink it, it bottoms up, that it <laughs> creates a 666 logo. <laughs> And she's like so about it that she's like, oh, this is like a hidden satanic thing, and that they're all worshiping Satan. And she's there's a series of books she wrote on the subject. You need to check it. Please just Google the YouTube video. It's hilarious. Oh my god. Okay. Well, I'm gonna lose my next day off doing that. But in the meantime, um, so why, uh, why did you drop uh, your monster condom? Um, for my Magnum for your Magnum. Dong. <laughs> <laughs> so your whole topic's just you asking this question, I feel like. But um I'm okay with that. I, I I would just like to say, as Keon covered previously, you know, you call your Magnum dong, it's it just makes sense, um, mm-hmm. as we talked about. So Absolutely. so so the thing is to me is like, you know, you, when you bought the monster condom uh, for my Magnum dong. For your Magnum dong. And you tried to put <laughs> it on. The, the problem is it's a little slippery because of the powder, as Keon was talking about, mm-hmm. on the condom. And so I think you dropped it because you were trying to put it on there, you know, for safety. Because if you're going to use guns, you, first of all, everyone knows. If you're going to use guns, you have to put the condom on first. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, you can have a misfire or, you know, maybe you get a little too excited. Something comes mm-hmm. out before you meant to shoot. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like a silencer. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's like a silencer. Um, in terms of you... Silence the gun with the condom. Mm-hmm. That's clear. Silencer, right? I barely know her. Sorry. And so outside of that bad joke, um, that's. I think it's pretty clear that when you were trying to do that, putting safety first, you dropped that. And then, of course, after you dropped that, you, drop, you dropped your Magnum Dong, a.k.a. Dong, the Magnum gun. Mm-hmm. Things went pretty poorly from there. I don't think you should ever mix um, Monster with guns but that's just you know i can't blame laser for doing what he wants to do obviously don't omit non-good 
uh, he was just trying to not emit non-good, and uh, mm-hmm. and you know sometimes it goes well, sometimes it. You don't. know, I can't tell if this is our worst episode or not. <laughs> Dude, it's teetering <laughs> on both sides. Like this is like a Tony Hawk Pro Skater thing where you're like trying to stay on the rail. Like it's going, it's going from mm-hmm. one side to the other We're constantly. Trying to make this our most average episode. Exactly, <laughs> we got it perfectly balanced. All right, so before like we all talk, things, before we talk about why Thanos. I dropped my monster condom for my <laughs> nagging dong. Uh, the first thing we need to talk about is how, and the first step to how is, well, how does a condom exist? Of course. That, now, mm. the thing is, with condoms, uh, we don't know how long ago exactly they were used. 1978. Uh, we- South Vietnam. <laughs> Some say they still are being used. In, uh, in, ancient, in ancient Egypt, Greece, and Rome, uh, pregnancy prevention was generally seen as the woman's responsibility. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. That's, is, it, is that new? It's, it's a big oof. It's kind of sad that that's still pretty prevalent. I mean, wow. It goes all the way back there, huh? Mm-hmm. So um, in Asia, there were some, uh, some sort of like kind of things. Uh, reported but it wasn't exactly how it was today i'm trying to not get too blue while also yeah. talking about condoms don't so, want to get those blue on that uh, uh topic yeah, i couldn't fit it it, okay. it didn't work so yeah. um so uh since early on no, please uh, please keep trying to make were, a joke Keon. please no come on condoms were i'm just saying it's a ballsy topic you don't want to get some blue on there thank you there I, we go. You're welcome. Legit, if anyone wonders why I don't talk too much when the other guys are talking, um, it's because I'm usually protecting myself by not paying attention. <laughs> oh, my God. And by oh. that, I mean, I listen to this podcast at work. So if I don't pay attention to what they're saying, it's new to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, the new episode came out. I better see what Keon and Matt said last <laughs> yeah, week. All I remember are my jokes. So oh I wish God. I was joking. So um, you just skip through them then? You're just so, like, oh, wait, Matt and Keon suck. So in in uh, China, uh, condoms were found to be made of oiled silk paper or of lamb intestines. Ooh, delicious! Uh, while in Japan, they were made of tortoise shell or animal horn. Mm-hmm. Mm. So in 16th century Italy, anatomist and physician Gabriele Falapio wrote a treatise on syphilis, which this was the earliest documented strain of syphilis. It uh, first appeared in Europe in a 1490s outbreak and caused severe symptoms. Um, so. It is also the earliest uncontested description of condom use, hmm. which described linen sheaths soaked in a chemical solution and allowed to dry before using. So, so it was cloth soaked in a chemical and then dried out. Hmm. After this, uh, they were used to prevent diseases. Uh, th- this was talked about in a variety of literature. The first indication that they was used for birth control was in 1605 uh, by a Catholic theologian, Leonardus Lessius, hmm. who condemned them as immoral because of it. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> so, you know how we're doing that. Uh, in 1666, the English Birth Rate Commission, which is a thing that existed in 1666, uh, attributed a recent downward fertility rate to the use of the condoms, which is the first documented use of the word condom. Oh, shit. As other early spellings were uh, condam, like C-O-N-D-A-M, <laughs> and quandam, which is Q-U-O-N-D-A-M. It's like quantum leap. Which comes from... That'd be a really good sex parody. Which was an, a t- you mean quantum leap? Which was an Italian so derivation of guantan, which was um, uh, a glove. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
So um, the just condoms were during the Renaissance were made out of intestines and bladder. In the late 16th century, Dutch traders introduced condom made of fine leather. What? Mm-hmm. Um, so that sounds so uncomfortable for everyone involved. Holy moly! Mm-hmm. I don't like wearing regular leather. Jesus. So um, Giacomo Girolamo Casanova, who was an Italian adventurer and author in the 18th century, was one of the first reported using "quote unquote" assurance caps to prevent impregnation. His mistresses. That's insurance caps. I like all these different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all these. Different you know, words. you're just making sure you. You know, yeah. it doesn't you know, go too. You magnum dong. So, um, <laughs> from at least the 18th century, condom use was opposed in some legal, religious, and medical circles for the same reasons as given today. Reduce the likelihood of pregnancy. Uh, they do not provide full protection against sexually transmitted diseases. Um, uh, while the belief in their protective powers were thought to encourage sexual promiscuity and they are not used consistently due to inconvenience, expense, and loss of sensation. So um, that's uh, the the early history, which I think is the most important part. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, the reason why I dropped my monster condom for my Magnum Uh Dawn um, is (laughs) going to be talking about on November 19th, 2009, just, you know, a little bit in the future compared to our uh, previous things. um, FX ran an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia titled The Dennis System. Hmm. The plot of this episode revolved around Dennis Reynolds trying to develop an elaborate six-step method to seducing women uh, and it was psychopathic as is his character okay. and in one scene Frank Reynolds portrayed by Danny DeVito oh, shit. attempts to strike up a conversation with a woman in public by accidentally dropping an extra large condom and boasting about the size of his penis or in his words Magnum Dawn <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it oh yes my man and that my friends is how the cookie crumbles all right so- very good. all right listen that was fantastic but i think we got to jump right into the next part of the segment because we can't um, lose momentum actually real quick some other names for condom rubber prophylactic safe protection <laughs> contraceptive preservative scumbag raincoat sheath Ooh, bag johnny <laughs> preventative storeroom foam jelly uh shield <laughs> cock sock <laughs> arctic love it diaphragm barrier arctic. armor ring sponge spermicidal cream that's not true i'm just reading down this list joe super water balloon penis preventus wow joe and John? bag weenie wrap and shaft and that's oh, all i have to say about this weenie wrap is the pinnacle weenie wrap is the winner that's so the here, one here's our segment called why not where one of us chooses a why not question for us to debate who would like to say i it. think keon's got it i think keon will introduce it oh hell yeah Keon's very excited because Keon's uh, topic for the why not is why not Burger King? I'm saying neutral. Oof. I'm that big posse. I guess I'll be negative. I think I like Burger King more than Laser, but that's okay. I can fight the negatives on it. Listen, I am okay with taking negative if you'd like. I Mm. am going to... I feel like I always let, let you do this. I always let you be nice to me, and I feel the bad that I do that. The why not usually turns into us debating about who should take which section. It's yeah. so true. Why you know not? What? Why me take this? Exactly. I'll I'll, I'll do I'll do negative. Okay. It's fine. I can take the licks. Sure. Okay, Keon, go ahead. Okay, so Burger King is a fast food restaurant, and that's it has all the positives that go with a fast food restaurant. They have food that will get to you quicker than most restaurants, and therefore it will be consumed quicker than most restaurants 
even maybe in your car, who knows? <laughs> and um, with that, it's uh, the one thing that I love and the one anecdote about Burger King is that apparently it put Robert Downey Jr.'s life back on track. That, And I assume one of you was going to touch on this. That, that is a- true, yeah. What? Apparently he was sitting in his car eating a, when he was going through his drug addiction and all of the downward spiral of his life, he was sitting in his car eating a Whopper from Burger King and thought, this is absolutely terrible. I need to not eat or do this ever again. And that's what got his life back on track. And I think that's why in Iron Man, he eats a couple Whoppers. Oh, Even though I never that's like knew that. direct product placement, I'm pretty sure that like is is a touchback to like, hey, uh, Tony Stark's at a very low point in his life. So was I when I ate the same meal. So... <laughs> Oh, jeez. But anyway. That's crazy, dude. It's definitely one of those like tongue-in-cheek jokes about turning mm-hmm. his life around, but it's still so good. My main thing about Burger King is that uh, when I was younger, I used to, like, it was the, there was a Burger King near my, like, uh, el- not elementary school, but, like, one of my younger educational area. And so every once in a while, we would go get Burger King, and I have some pretty good memories of that, as well as, like, Burger King, for some reason, and I told, like, Matt and Laser before, and I, su- and I think they agreed with me, that, like... I did, at least, yeah. Yeah, Burger King... King is the one restaurant that like the mouthfeel is the one thing I remember more than any flavor that's associated with any, any other food. Like I can distinguish clearly in my brain how their original chicken sandwich tastes in comparison to their new chicken sandwich in comparison to the Whopper. Like I know exactly how that feels in my mouth. And that's like the best part of the experience of eating any other food, except for like their onion rings if they get cold. But like that's the thing is that like for me I'm I mean have a lot of good memories of Burger King but also that like it's I don't know why has that kind of like it's so nostalgic for me because no other company has c- consistently their flavors have changed more or less mm-hmm. like I except for like maybe McDonald's fries most like fast food restaurants don't taste the same as they did like 20 years ago but Burger King that mouthfeel is consistent so much that they had to bring back the goddamn original chicken sandwich <laughs> when nobody asked for it like I was telling these guys it's a fucking piece of chicken pat it out till it's like wafer thin then breaded to hell and put in a goddamn deep fryer and you put it in your mouth and you're like you know what yeah this tastes exactly how it did 20 years ago i'm <laughs> chill with this and i still order it that's I so still sad like it. so fuck it like they're they're at least consistent you know that's a, a big respect for me thank you burger king as well as they got wasn't it like two bucks for like 10 nuggets like that's fucking insane it's 149 for 10 nuggets mm. also i have a very quick question for you Keon. yes sir did you say you like the the onion rings when they're cold no i said that's the worst mouthfeel oh okay i'm sorry i thought you said you liked them and i was about to say what the fuck i would rather i would rather go spend a night in guantanamo bay than eat another one of those fucking uh, or uh, onion rings that's been left out in the like for two hours maybe okay i was gonna quote you on that to promote the podcast but then you fucked up language so much that i don't even know how i would do it dear listener i would rather spend an entire evening in guantanamo bay than eat an or uh, an onion ring that was left out for about two hours from Burger King. I still stuttered, but I don't give a fuck. You can use that as much as you want. Key on 2019. That's delightful. All right, Laser, what do you uh, got? He has my vote. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's your whole why not contribution. That's my whole oh, vote, yeah. has, um, no, uh, so neutral. Um, here's the thing. The Whopper is uh, decent, you know? All right, like, like here, I have had a, a couple good things. <laughs> um, I've had a couple good things from Burger King, specifically 
specifically the Whopper, Whopper adjacent things. Last Halloween, they released the Nightmare King, which yeah. they said was more likely to make you have nightmares, um, a sandwich. And I did have it. And um, what it did to my stomach was a nightmare. <laughs> but I did not have a nightmare that night. I'd, uh, but honestly, pretty good tasting uh, burger. It was like uh, both a burger and a chicken sandwich. So it was kind of like a McGangbang and also green. What? Um, so it was pretty good. If you don't know what McGangbang is, it's when you get a, uh, I think like a double cheeseburger and a McChicken mm-hmm. and you put the McChicken in the middle. It's great. Yeah. It's, 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 it's so bad for you. It's pretty decent. It's amazing. Um, so anyway, uh, but here's the thing. Uh, the fries, man. Burger King fries are so bad. They're literally garbage. Oh my God. I'm so upset. I love their literally fries. Literally garbage. Oh, you guys are. Okay. Oh. They're the worst fries ever. Dude, you had. are so. Oh, no. They're only mm. good with that cheese thing they used to do where you could put. They had cheese powder and you'd shake it up. That was the only time it was good. Dude, I love their fries. The only. Just as long as they're not cold. The only reason i eat burger king fries is because it is part of the combo that goes with the rest which is why you get the onion rings because their onion rings are pretty good but their fries are garbage they're pretty good uh, like here's the thing i every every other fast food place i can think of right now i could just eat the fries on their own i would absolutely yeah i mean when wendy's i don't like their fries i was about to say i think wendy's fries are worse in my opinion i mm, uh, the new fries they make a big deal about them being real potatoes. It's like potato with salt. That's like, my problem. Eh, There's nothing it, to them. Exactly. Burger King's fries are like boxy and yeah. Bad. Burger King's fries are literally cardboard though. Like they're Yo, filled. I'm, with if you leave stuff. them out, same thing with the onion rings. I think they use the same shitty breading. But like you, you eat them hot. I'm ooh, I'm a fan. So literally, know. my entire negative is the fries. So I'm gonna <laughs> go ahead that. and wrap it up with my negatives. Then um, here's the thing: Burger King's food's not that good. Most fast food restaurants' food is never that good. So I'm not trying to say that they're that much worse than a fast food restaurant. My biggest problem with Burger King is that. They don't have that one thing that makes you go there like everywhere else. The closest they get is the onion rings there mm-hmm. that you can't really get anywhere else. That's it. Like McDonald's has their fries and then they have other things that varying times of the year you really want to go. Like you're like, oh, I need to get my shamrock shake. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I need to get Makes my McRib. Sense. Or, you know, oh, I need to get that thing. Like Taco Bell has several of those. You know, McDonald's has several of those. Wendy's has two or three things that you can only get there. Like they're the only fast food restaurant with chili mm-hmm. or with a uh, with a baked potato, and their their burgers are fresh. Frosty. You know, and they got the frosty. Like all these things have it. Arby's even has curly fries. Checkers has the checkers fries. Mm-hmm. Burger King has nothing so to bad. get you to go there on a consistent basis if you're craving it. It's literally the only problem I have with Burger King is they are the definition of the Walmart of fast food. No one. <laughs> goes there to enjoy it they go there because they need something you either die a hero but uh i i think the one counter to that is their halloween shit they always have a really fucking weird halloween thing uh case in point they had a whopper that had like a black bun and when you shat it was green it would make your poop yeah green. everyone wants that anyway Ke- keon i love it was the that best burger. day of my life thank you let's take a break go shit out green oh, i ate the shit out of that burger it's so Let's good. Let's take a break, a break for us. We're taking a BK break. Sponsored by Burger King. Burger King Cool, cool Kids Meals. We are not sponsored by Burger King. I wish we were. Yeah, but we, I would eat there. Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening to Why Dong. I'm going to talk like this the entire break. No, don't. No, I'm going to do it. No. It's too late. Don't do it. I'm John Lennon. Ew. I'm, I what? love John Lennon, but that's not John Lennon. 
John Lennon talks just like this. That's a little closer. I'm John Lennon. <laughs> this is so stupid. Break. You know, here's the thing. Um, here's the thing. Um, why Listen podcast? To <laughs> Listen to the podcast like you're doing to hear the break. And uh, and uh, and uh, no, tell them. No, take the microphone. Yeah, you seem to be real smug about knowing what to say to the I folks don't. at home. I just you were you were taking it hostage. What? <laughs> Great break, great break, Sam. You really, you don't really know what's going you on. You listen to why a podcast on uh, a lot of things. You don't even know <laughs> Apple podcast. You don't know one. Get in there. <laughs> I don't know. You tell the folks at home. You can follow them on Facebook. Other stuff. Other Get things. Other, in Neopets. Mic, maybe. Instagram, Facebook, Neopets. Those are the only ones I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen. Let me let a professional take over with uh, John Lennon voice. Uh, the thing is, you could follow us on those places. She said you could also send us an email. Yeah, email. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now she remembers. Uh, to whyapodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, that place we check emails. We reply to emails. We take topics they, do. they need more <laughs> ideas guys come on hey, hey hey we're full of ideas uh but we do we do take topic ideas from there we've used several uh shout out to uh keon's brother my mom several other listeners who actually did email it was but those people were funny because marriage was a hilarious topic for my mother shout out to my mom um and yeah so email us you can send personal why questions um anything you really want to send to us we answer all our email we reply to all our messages sent to us and stuff. And uh, if you haven't been replied to, it's because you haven't sent anything yet. So get off your finger butts and what type some stuff. Butt? You know, because fingers, like, if you're not using them, then, you know, they're on their ass, I guess. You know? Up your ass? And that leads us <laughs> to our shout out to Evan Draper from every episode. Uh, shout out to at Silo Digital Evan Draper. Uh, if you want to listen to his music or consume his content, that's all you got to do. Look up at Silo Digital on YouTube or SoundCloud or pretty much anywhere in the world. Um, if you can and you have free time and not lazy thumbs uh, and, or your thumbs just not up your ass. I mean, Sam seems to think everyone's thumbs up their ass. That's not my personal take, but, you know, it's fine. It's um, if you have that time and you care about us in any way, uh, please feel free to give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts or any of your podcast providers, because believe me, that helps so much it any review we've gotten has seen a serious boost in our reach and everything else so we'd really appreciate that but anyway uh it's now time for me to do a character it's been three minutes (laughs) oh my god i can't wait to cut this down uh now i do a character to say let's go back to the show which character should i do sam i don't know devil donald <laughs> that's not Devil Donald. <laughs> that's a mixture. <laughs> that's a weird version of Devil Donald. That's <laughs> just uh, where to go. That's just the monster. <laughs> that was Devil Donald. Just really. Uh. Ooh, you touched my ta-la-la. Oh, I my ding ding dong. I don't like that at all. Have you never I, heard that song? <laughs> what? I, I have. It's it's 
very interesting that I have not thought about that for probably 10 years. And now I'm an entire different section of my life has been opened up. Like you've opened up the second remember remember mid 2000s watching AMVs and Burger King. You're blowing my fucking. No, wow. Yeah. This this is really bringing back like all that time for me. This is you thought this was dong, but it's actually nostalgia too. Oh my God. We snuck it on him. Can you believe he didn't notice till now? Yeah. Yeah. It turns out our topic is a secret Mm -hmm. (laughs) so lastly we have our own personal why questions where we go around the table and ask each other a personal why question whoa well this week uh because we've been really enjoying just doing one question because it takes a lot less thinking (laughs) Um, (laughs) and we're all exhausted or and or sick so we didn't want to think that long on this one Mm -hmm. so let's ask the sickest person here matt what is our personal why this week uh the the personal why question this week uh, we'll lead into the sick voice. So I, this, oh, goodness. Pity, yeah. pity on me. You yeah. got like 50% uh, sicker. I, just, yeah. <laughs> just feel bad. Why are we watching the show that we're watching is the question. And I'll go first. Yeah. Because uh, I'm already speaking. Uh, <laughs> I just finished a couple shows actually that I was watching. It's kind of depressing because you know when you finish a show or you catch up on a show and all of a sudden it's not there and you have this whole long list of shows yeah. that you need to watch. Like it's pressing. You know, mm-hmm. but you finish the other show and you're like, all I want is more of that show. It doesn't matter how much oh, the next yeah. show is great. All you want is more. Mm-hmm. Like we finished Big Mouth. I'm like, all I want is more of that show. It's not coming until fall. What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. We finished The Americans. Fucking amazing show. It's done. There's no more of it. All I want is more. I'm like, wait, you guys had a satisfying ending in terms of like, you know, the basics of a satisfying ending. But now all I want to know is what's going on with these people. It's very upsetting. And so I've been watching those two shows because I have a rule that I generally follow, which is I want to watch a comedy show and I want to watch a, a more serious show. And I have to watch both at the same time. Otherwise, I have trouble I like keeping up with one or the other. That's smart. So for, exactly. So for me, the long time, it was um, the Americans and Big Mouth. And then I finished Big Mouth. And so I added Crashing, which, by the way, Crashing on HBO, the Pete Holmes show, is amazing. What is if it? If you like comedy, it's a show about Pete Holmes. Like, he's the main leader, mm-hmm. but it's not really a main leader, main actor, <laughs> main character. Uh, it's about him, like, a, a, as a stand up comedian that's, like, first starting in comedy. Oh. But it's hilarious because it's created by him and stars him. So he's a successful comedian. <laughs> so all the people he runs into in the show are, like, crazy successful comedians. And of course, he runs into them as his character mm-hmm. and just meets them, and they're super nice. And it's, like, really cool because he just like this doesn't spoil anything but he ends up like meeting tj miller and just like ends up staying at his house and the same thing happens with sarah silverman he just meets these crazy successful people that are super nice and then instead of like what would normally happen which is like all right bye he has nowhere to go so they just offer for him to stay at their house (laughs) damn oh crashing okay that makes sense it's it's fantastic it's honestly like pretty cool it's one of my favorite shows not only like not only is it hilarious and like really well written in general, but because the comedy is really well written and that's difficult for shows to do. Like there's a lot of stand up and a lot of the stand up has to be okay, but not amazing because they're, you know, growing comedians. So it has to be funny, but it has to be realistic. And that's a hard line to go. And it's just so well done. And there's several cameos that are just wonderful because people are either playing the character that, that you think they'll be, or they're playing a version of the character that like uses their reputation and turns it in on itself. Like John Mulaney <laughs> plays an asshole, which is so funny because John Mulaney oh is God, universally love... thought of as a really nice comedian. I love to see that. It's it's fantastic. Like if I can recommend a show that is just 
approach because I feel like anyone can enjoy this show. That's the reason I don't mind recommending shows to people. Like sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like the Americans isn't for everybody. It's very serious. Mm-hmm. It can get really depressing. It can get really anxiety-inducing. I never recommend shows like that to everybody. I say, oh, I don't know. Do you like this, that, or whatever? Big Mouth also super inappropriate at times. Mm-hmm. Animation. The style's a little weird. It's a weird show. I don't always recommend that to people, but I would say Crashing. I think if you're looking for a show from Matt to re- that you should watch right now, it's Crashing on HBO. All right, Keon. Nice. What are you watching? Uh, for me, I'm watching. I I am trying to take it way more easy, so I have been just blasting through a couple of shows. Um, I as I had talked before, I did Love, Death, and Robots, and just like blazed straight through it really fun anthology show um i watched the first episode of uh the twilight zone pretty fun but Mm -hmm. now holy moly i've been digging deep into uh brooklyn 99 which is so in so good like people had been like oh this is really fun and i had seen compilations of their like intro gags i was like these are cute but like the show is just fantastic it's so fun like it's just really great and like it has the same it's i think it's the one show that uh like uh, the office and parks and rec like their first seasons are really rough like they're still trying to find where they want to go yeah but like the, this one comes out of the gate swinging like it's already fun they already have archetypes for the characters and the care and they like even instead of just being like no this character's like this now like in archer they had a couple of characters that just completely switched their characters like throughout the first season Mm -hmm. that this one's like no let's have them go through this arc and then later on you know go into a different thing and we'll even address how they started and i'm like that's really good that's good growth and it's man is a good time and they're all uh, like three-dimensional more or less like you know as much as a comedy can do yeah but it's it's a really great time that and i just and i just need it i need to vent this i i made a facebook status <laughs> about this but i just finished kill a kill oh, the anime gosh. it took me four years to actually spend the time to watch the show and immediate and i i hate studio trigger or D- trigger or whatever they're called that they make these amazing anime shows that are so well animated and so well created like their first one or the first one that i remember is uh ten and top or gurren lagan and it's just it, it's so much emotion about nothing it's about giant robots and that you use the power of friendship and your fighting spirit to make your robot even bigger and everything's a like a fellatio joke it's all everything and then <laughs> you have this show that's all about clothing Literally, that's the whole conceit. And they take that so far, like every single thing's about clothing, no matter what, and that people only talk about clothing and how clothing relates to your strength and all this other stuff. And they really like dial it up to 11 so far that like I, at the very end, had an emotional reaction to a goddamn piece of clothing. You can't do this to me, <laughs> anime. You just can't. And so I, oh, man. I, that's what's upsetting to me is that like they actually went full force where like if one character shows up, then you're like, oh, what would they be like if this happened? And then the thing happens. Like, they explored every <laughs> single, like, facet of this idea. It's like, oh, this character's wearing this clothes, but this character's wearing these clothes. What if they switch? And then they fucking do later on, and it's great. And, like, the the show's so good, but it's that kind of thing that, like, Matt, you were talking about, where, like, as soon as I finished it, I'm like... 
they did as much as they could, but I still fucking want more. Like, really bad. Like, really goddamn bad. Ugh. And they do the same trope that every anime does, where it's like, we'll fight God now. Oh, that's the series <laughs> finale. But I still want more. Anyway, so uh. that that's that's that. Kill a Kill and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Laser, give me, a, give me a little bit of taste of what you're watching. Yeah, take us out of the ballgame, man. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to find out exactly what you guys said when I listen to this podcast at work. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Fuck you. Go watch Park and rec again yeah well actually the thing is i'm watching parks and rec again Ugh. kind of <laughs> see the thing is um he doesn't watch new shows that's the, that's the lesson you can take from uh, live let podcasts me correct that. uh i don't watch shows that's so, true like i i have been occasionally watching great british baking show we talked about that a few episodes ago hell yeah but um a lot of shows i've been watching lately have been sporadic through osmosis while jay watches shows near me pretty good and jay is re-watching parks and rec which i've already seen all of <laughs> so i'm watching parks and rec too and that's my entire story so thank short. you so good mm-hmm. such Very sweet good. S- sweet super sweet nice and and short Treat yourself that's right so you know what i'm laser elric and my favorite word to say uh, instead of saying the word penis <laughs> is probably uh <laughs> yogurt slinger Ooh, i don't love that um, my name is Matthew Slaza, and I'd say Cocksock is pretty great. I like that one up there. Cocksock's a name for condom. <laughs> That's true, but I for a dick, I don't schlong. That's I use that That's a lot, probably. Hey, and I'm Keon Boozer. My favorite word for penis is Tim the Toolman Taylor. Dong 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 dong. Now you know why, but at that M. <laughs>